Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another show of the Yoshi Dupree Show. My name is Yoshi. And I'm Dupree. And our next guest is Glenn Hernandez. Hi, everybody. How you doing? I'm going to play a few songs that I wrote. First one's called Take It From Me. When it's time for a change When your heart needs a lift When you know you need something You don't know what it is When you're longing for something To fill that empty spot think you need something like a new pair of shoes a trip to the mall to ease your shopping needs but you need love take it from me i got plenty to spare take as much as you need might not make you feel like a big shopping spree but you won't go in debt cause I give it for free when life gets you down and time's dragging slow you can pull yourself up long as there's money to you can go to a movie or a concert or two fly to Las Vegas it's all the same to you when the credit card's maxed daddy says no to whatever you ask then you're stuck here feeling low When you need love, take it from me I got plenty to spare, take as much as you need Might not make you feel like a big shopping spree But you won't go in debt Cause I, I give it for free In this wide world, we're taught young and old Anything you want can be bought and sold If you want to be happy, you just need lots of cash And life ain't worth living If you ain't got that stash But you need love, take it from me I got plenty to spare, take as much as you need might not make you feel like a big shopping spree But you won't go in debt Cause I give it for free You need love Take it from me You need love 
Take as much as you need You need love Take it from me You need love I give it for free Thank you. Glenn Hernandez, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing good. How about you? Show. Pretty good, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Alrighty. Um, so you have a new album out right now. Tell I us do. a little bit about it. So it's called uh, Songs for All Occasions by Glenn A. Hernandez. And you can find it on iTunes and uh, Google Play and Amazon. And I've also got some uh, hard copy CDs that you have to get through me. You can find me on Facebook. Awesome. So um, where did you record at? Um, the whole project started about two years ago. Um, I, I'm a member of a group in San Diego called uh, San Diego Songwriters Meetup Group. Oh, yeah. And I've been going to their meetings for several years. and. Uh, networking with people, writing songs together, and really was helpful in getting me going. And at one point they invited me to play in their showcase. So I went and played in their showcase. And they provide a backup band, which is cool. And That's so really you cool. play your songs, full backup band, it's really, really a blast. Um, when we were done, the guitarist said uh, he wanted to record some of my stuff. And I, I, um, I was kind of dubious at that point. Yeah thinking it was just going to be like a vanity thing. But uh, he's uh, he was learning to be an engineer, and we worked together at his home studio over the course of two years, recorded 12 songs, and nice. finally got them all mixed up and ready to go. So it was a long process, and I learned a ton of stuff and had a lot of fun. Awesome, man. I'm pretty proud of it, too. That's cool. That's awesome. And how long have you been playing music? I started when I was 18, but I never practiced much, so I, I sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and I always had a guitar. Mostly I had electrics back then. Um, when I got married, I used to just go in my room and, and doodle away for hours, and my wife would get annoyed. So I ended up giving all my guitars away to try to make her happy. And I learned an important lesson that that didn't make her happy, it just made me unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually later I bought another guitar and started playing again. Had my first uh, garage band when I was like 45 years old. It's <laughs> <laughs> never too late to start, yeah, man. Yeah. No, it was fun. We had a good time. And then I got a job working in the video game industry and that started out as a hobby but just became a full-time suck all your energy kind of thing for nearly 20 years so that all the music sat until I finished doing that. So yeah. seven wow. years or so ago I took some music theory classes at Miracosta College and got back into music, started playing open mics and meeting a ton of nice people. Uh, right. The biggest thing was I hosted a show at Hill Street Cafe for a little over two years. Yeah called Saturday Songwriter Sessions. And uh, it was for people who wanted to do a little more than an open mic to give them a full half hour set. And I did that two and a half years and met a lot of great people and learned a lot as well. That was a fun time. Yeah, it was a fun place to play at. Yeah. yeah. 
Where would you say your inspiration comes from? What's behind your music, your songwriting? So um, I started writing songs when I was 18, when I you know, knew two or three chords. And it was always just for fun. Um, and then when I finally got back into music again, that tendency just popped out again. I started writing more songs. Um, I guess I'm kind of was inspired by Bob Dylan and um, not that I'm anywhere near as good as Bob Dylan, <laughs> but uh, his singing was never, you know, high on my list of the, the vocal quality. Yeah. But I loved his songs. I grew to love them and they expressed ideas that you couldn't get anywhere else. So it kind of emboldened me to go ahead and write my songs because I see my voice as interesting, not mind-boggling. <laughs> but it's... Still, it's a lot of fun to write songs. I try to write things that make, make people think and have a good time. Right. Yeah. Um, so other than Bob Dylan, um, who's a big influence of you? Wow, uh, Hendrix was a big in influence. Like I said, when I was first playing, I just played electric. Uh, one time I was out of work for about a year, and I pretty much just sat in my garage and played at full volume for the neighbors. <laughs> luckily, luckily they didn't mind it too much. So, um, so that, uh, Clapton, uh, mostly the six, the Beatles, and Beatles, yeah. um, U2, I like a lot of bands, and it all sort, sort of sneaks in when you're not really you know, yeah, expecting, expecting it. Yeah. So some people say they hear some Neil Young and me, and some Tom Petty, and yeah, I, definitely. Okay. <laughs> so, um, do you have like a favorite cover? Um, I have not been playing many covers in the last couple of years, just doing my songs. But lately I've been noticing how much they help or audiences warm up to you. Yeah. So, um, I'm working on some by Rod Stewart. Okay. Neil Young. That's cool. Uh, petty every once in a while. Yeah. But no particular one. Well, I guess uh, Maggie May is kind of yeah. my favorite. So. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any upcoming events? Yeah. So I'm starting my uh, brand new open mic at Rosati's in Encinitas uh, this Wednesday, January 10th at 5.30 to 8. And I'll be doing that every Wednesday except the last Wednesday of the month when I'm going to go back to doing my sessions thing. So okay. the last one of the one month will always be four or five people playing half-hour sets. Same of place? Same place. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And this is open for... Anybody, anybody who, wants who wants to come, to come in. in. Yeah, acoustic, electric. It's for singers and songwriters. We, no comedy or... Anything, right. No so then I word. shouldn't go then since I'm a comedian. Well, <laughs> you, you can squeeze it in between whatever else you do. And <laughs> <laughs> what did you say were the times so that people can... Uh, 5.30 to 8 o'clock on Wednesday. 5.30 to 8 o'clock on Wednesday. Okay. Cool. All right. Awesome. And what other songs do you have for us today? Let's see. So I'm going to do one now called Dear Winona Ryder. So, uh, a few years back, a couple years ago, I was watching uh, TV and Winona Ryder came on and I hadn't heard anything about her for a long time. Yeah. And she was talking about a remake they were going to do, uh, a sequel to Beetlejuice. 
And I thought, oh, that's cool. That is cool. And so I got in, I, you know, some ideas came to mind about Winona and her lifestyle, you know, kind of how she was a precursor of uh, Lindsay Lohan and, yeah. and Miley Cyrus, you know, yeah. kind of crazy girls. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. I wrote this song about fame and how we treat famous people and how mixed up we all are about the whole fan-star relationship. So, yeah. Dear Winona Ryder.
Um, yeah, let's do one more. Uh, Paul's here. That's why. Right. He's like right here. We can let him in if you want. They're friends, so. <laughs> oh, is Paul Muller here already? Awesome. He'll probably want to join in. Hey, hi, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone that is Paul coming in. <laughs> You're in the waiting chair. Oh, this is the green room. <laughs> yes. <Nope. laughs> We're going to cut this anyways, right? Yeah. Yeah, we can. Or we can leave it if you want. Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm, everybody who knows me knows I know Paul. So yeah, sure. it's good to see you, Glenn. Hi, Paul. Been a long time. What, yeah. Two days, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in
call you my brother If I call you my friend If I call you my countryman Can we all just be American? Do we need all this This was Glenn Hernandez. Awesome. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. Our next guest on our show is Paul Moeller. Hey, it's great to be here, and I appreciate the invitation, Lori. Oh, yeah. You're always welcome here. Uh, thought I'd start off with a song I wrote um, about Facebook, because I really dig Facebook. I travel a lot, and it's a great way to keep in touch with people. I knew all about Glenn's new CD, and I oh, knew yeah. about your new CD. Yeah. And so it's been, it's great, but it's great to be back here. So uh, this is a little uh, parable about Facebook called My Facebook Friend. Shots with family. You're my Facebook friend. We got a special thing together that's never gonna end. My Facebook friend. La 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 la. 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 I'll poke you and you 
poked me, now we're making electronically. My Facebook friend. We got a special thing against happening. My Facebook friend. La 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 la. 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 Met me, things weren't what they appeared to be. You were my Facebook friend. We had a special thing together, but we had a special thing together, but everything must end. We're my Facebook friend. Special thing. Kind of a hillbilly love song. I'm a hillbilly, so it's roots music for me. <laughs> um, it's called I'll Be Right Here. Change my mind. Oh, yeah. 
side as we watch the rising tide wash away the remnants of our lives I'll sit and hold your hand when it don't work out as planned and I'll comfort you just like you were my wife I'll be right here to hold you near I'll be right here next to you dear I'll be right here Oh, yes, I swear you'll find I'll be right here with you Till I change my mind I'll be right here. Alright. I love so. <laughs> um, so that was Paul Muller, everybody. Um... So why don't you just tell us a little bit of your inspiration about what goes on, what inspire you, inspires you on your music? Um, as far as um, what inspires me to Songwriting. write. Um, you know, I think it's various things. Um, one of my... Um, People I've really idolized as a songwriter and a performer is Pete Townsend from The Who. And he wrote a song called The Brilliant Blues. And basically what that song is about is that uh, he often finds that his most intense inspiration comes when he's down, when he's angry, when he's frustrated. And he uses the music as a way to kind of... Um, not just channel that, but also wrestle with that. Yeah. And um, I think that's one of the things I love about Pete Townsend is that he, he, he wrestles with those demons in a very uh, public kind of ways, and um, it comes out in his music. And it, you know, it's very personal, but it's also the kind of thing that everyone can relate to. So I think that's uh, when I'm creating it tends to be because I've got some some kind of energy something bubbling up inside of me that wants to get out yeah. and more often than not it's it's some intense emotion right. and uh, there's you know it's it's there's uh, it's kind of a big stew of stuff that it, that's bubbling up it's not like you just got one ingredient in there and so that's what makes it interesting and then you know, you intersect with other people, yeah. and then the stew just gets spicier. <laughs> <laughs> and how would you describe your playing style? Uh, frenetic. <laughs> I, um, uh, percussive. I, I guess I really learned, taught myself how to play guitar. I took piano lessons when I was, you know, in grade school, and then, uh, but I really wanted to play guitar, so I just had a friend whose dad owned a music shop and he sold me a nice Yamaha guitar, really cheap. And yeah. um, so I just kind of taught myself how to play guitar, drove everybody crazy, you know, yeah. <laughs> all the families like, go in the other room, please. And um, but a lot of Cat Stevens, which is very percussive kind of music. And so that was a great influence on me. And then um, Paul Simon as well. And he really relies a lot on percussion to kind of create these wonderful grooves that sometimes 
that's really what the song's all about, is that groove. Yeah. So, you mentioned that you travel a lot. Um, do you hit up, like, open mics, or do you do anything? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I love going from? to open mics. I, I, open mic is church for me. Yeah. And um, that there's, I've performed in all kinds of different settings, and um, my favorite place to perform is open mics because it's... You never know what's going to happen, and I especially like the places where there's people, there's a scene there, and there's people that come every week, and they kind of know each other, and uh, you can just kind of pull people together and jam with them. Yeah. And so uh, I like to do that, but I there's uh, I spend uh, a few months out of every year up in Joshua Tree, and there's a couple of really good open mics up there, and it's just... It's a great way to, uh, when you're traveling, I like to stay in one place for a while um, and kind of get to know the uh, community a little bit. And going into an open mic is a really great way to kind of get a feel for what the community's like, to kind of get a heads up on where interesting things are, and to meet other yeah. musicians uh, and party, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So around here, what's your favorite open mic in San Diego? Oh my God. You know, I don't know that I have, it's kind of like saying what's your favorite food, you know? Um, there's different open mics that do different things. I mean, I loved the open mic at Hill Street yeah. uh, that just shut down. And so I've been traveling a lot. I like the poor the poorhouse open yeah. mic uh, yeah, with, down there on Wednesday nights is, um, is wonderful. It's a great um, room there. And uh, uh, just a good, it's a good fun place. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there's a new open mic starting up tomorrow night in Encinitas. <laughs> and so we're going to... Wait, tomorrow night? Tomorrow, no, no Wednesday, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Wednesday. I'm retired. It's all just one big yeah. blur, <laughs> you know? That's not what we're calling it. But it's um, if it's me, you can call it a senior moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would never do that. I have a friend. He's an old friend, a musician friend from back when I lived in Cincinnati many years ago. Um, and we used to play jam together regularly. We were never in a band together, but we just shared similar musical tastes, and so we would get together and record stuff and jam and. Um, then I ended up out here on the West Coast. He ended up up in the middle of Washington in Wenatchee. The, the, it's like the Apple capital of the universe up there. And um, so we went up there and spent a couple weeks up there in Wenatchee. And oh my God, there is no place within like 50 miles of this town. And it's not a small town where you can go and plug in your instrument or just get in front of a mic and play. Yeah. Uh, it, there's, it's just, it's horrible. So that would be hell for me. <laughs> <laughs> for any musician. Yeah. Um, All right. <laughs> so do you have one last song? One last song. Sure. Um, Anything you want your fans to know? <laughs> Hi, honey, my fan. Uh, <laughs> hi, Mary. Uh, if she's listening. <laughs> oh, I guess 
I'll finish with um, this one that always seems to get a rise out of people when I play it. Um, my wife used to work for a construction company, and she she was like out there in that gray trailer and wearing the work boots and the hard hat and kind of helping to manage things. And so she dealt with every kind of jerk you can imagine, you know, but also just was in an environment where she was the one woman swimming in this sea of testosterone. And so that inspired me to write a song about testosterone. It's called Testosterone. What makes me want to bust your head? What makes me want to wish you dead? Testosterone What makes me Want to grab a gun And shoot some mammals Just for fun Testosterone Makes me want to join the core And kill some ragheads In some war And get a couple more tattoos And hate those intellectuals makes me turn on pay-per-view and watch it with your sister too testosterone what makes me want to ride a bike that's louder than a shuttle flight testosterone makes me drive a pickup truck and just not give a fuck talk trash to some sexy bitch Run your ass right in a ditch me wanna punch Obama makes me wanna do your mama testosterone what makes me better losing hand and makes Jack Daniels my best friend testosterone makes me mumble when I talk in it Makes me swagger when I walk Wear a backward baseball cap And smoke unfiltered cigarettes Testosterone What makes
makes you wrong makes me right Makes me wanna pick a fight Flip the bird and shake my fist And walk around perpetually pissed Another love song. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the oh. Yoshi Dupree Show. Can oh, I yeah. say something before? Yes. So Definitely. you guys asked me earlier, who are my influences? Right. Mm -hmm. And we all have big stars that are influences. Right. Yeah. But they're like, you know, ivory tower in a sense. They're so far away, you're probably never going to meet them. Right. You're yeah. never going to jam with them. <laughs> but since I've been doing all this local stuff with open mics and my show and having all kinds of artists play, What's really been inspirational for me is people like Paul. You know, when I started getting back into music uh, seven years ago now, I'd get up and play for people, and I was like a little frozen statue, you know, <laughs> barely strumming at my guitar. And I could like, never oh. see your eyes. Yep. <laughs> so, so I met all these crazy people like Paul. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a wild man on stage, you know, and it's all been inspirational. So now, now he's a wild man I'll on stage. Way around a little bit. So I'd say oh. there's a whole lot more inspiration locally for people who need inspiration right. yep. than there is out there right. you know, in yeah. Hollywood. Just go whatever. do it. Yeah. Just get out there and do it. That it. It's the. It's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, and if you get you start you know supporting local music, you'll get so much entertainment that it's, you kind of go like, ah, why do I ever need to go spend you know five hundred bucks to buy Stones tickets? I'm getting right. great music right here. It's a lot of times it's free, other times it's cheap, and it's great. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for coming in today. Glenn Hernandez and Paul Moore. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Today. Yeah. Yeah.